Hi, my name is Ken McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Welcome, everybody, to my independence report. It's a Monday, and I hope that everybody is well. It's uh, a great day to be here because uh, we have a returning guest with us today. His name is Carl Delu, and he is an author. He's written several several books, and uh, including one of these days, uh, well, maybe not, but <laughs> but uh, one of these days, I'd love to talk to you about this dyslexia, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, but about today, uh, we are going to talk about he he is very gifted. He has a website that is called lightsurfers.me. I highly encourage you to go there and look at all three of his books. And uh, today we're going to talk about chakras and human energy. Uh, first of all, Carl, how are you today? Yes, keeping well. And yourself, how's Seattle there? Uh, Seattle's just beautiful. Actually, it's going to be sunny for the next four days. Not particularly warm, but it won't be raining. Yesterday was a bit of a disaster, but th today's much better. So we're... Um, it's 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 great day to be in Seattle, and you are in London, England, I believe, correct? Yes, we also had a nice day here today, and slowly but surely coming out of lockdown. And the important date is the twelfth of April, two thousand and twenty-one, which is we can cut our hair again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your barbers are closed. Yes, it's been closed since uh, before Christmas, so uh, or just you know, just in the new year. That's right. So it's uh, a lot of people are looking forward to that. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. You're all starting to look a little shaggy like the Beatles. <laughs> <you>. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. But, that, but that's, that's pretty cool. Hey, Carl, um, we're going to talk about uh, chakras and uh, energy. And I guess my first question for you is why is the concept of energy so difficult for people to understand? Oh, that's a good question because, you know, I wish we had the answer to that because, you know, what we're going to discuss today is such a important topic and any listeners out there, if you're in the scientific community, there is just an opportunity waiting for you here to discover more and more. And I suppose the answer to your question is that we cannot anything people cannot see themselves, they cannot visualize. So, you know, uh, my first show note here, I've got uh, imagination is more important than knowledge. So, you know, Einstein's famous quote is that uh, imagination is more important than knowledge for, well, uh, knowledge is all there was, but imagination is all there will be. So for, for your listeners, just want to say, please, it, just imagine, it. and there is just huge opportunities to be uh, to to be had in the scientific community. It is. It's interesting because 
a lot of people that I talk to say, you know, that, uh, well, I don't, you know, okay, our brains are run by electricity and, and we have an energetic system and stuff, but they don't put together the fact that uh, energy, and, and you, you, you said it, Einstein, did it, was it not Einstein who said energy never dies? It just, it just changes form? Uh, I'm not sure, but it sounds, uh, it sounds familiar. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of people are not, they're not putting two and two together. And uh, I know that you've done a lot of work on this topic. So I'm really interested in your, in your expertise and to talk about, um, chakras and energy. Okay. So if we can go to, uh, my book, so I've, as I mentioned, my one book is Universe Code. I researched for seven years for this book. Um, have you got that uh, diagram on, on the screen? Yeah, I do have the diagram on the screen. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. So um, this is from my book. Now, this is the um, electromagnetic spectrum. And we somewhere there. So we we can see less than 1% of the electromagnetic spectrum. It's something actually like 0.0035%, so really next to nothing. If we could see all the delta, the gamma rays, or if, if we could see the your gamma x-rays, all of these radio waves, we would not be able to see anything because we'll just see all these waves. So the greater made us so that we could just, wherever we sit, it's probably somewhere there, we can just see a fraction of what's really going on. And the rest that we cannot see, which is nearly anything there, is what they scientists call the dark matter. Some say the 99%. The Kabbalists always talk about the 99%. The scientific community more than like the 95% dark matter. But it doesn't mean it's dark. And they say that themselves. Um, so let me just get off the share there for a second. Um, so it's just us now without the share. So um, the, you know, everyone knows that there's a radio wave. So on the electromagnetic spectrum at, at one of the waves of radio wave. And everyone knows a radio wave uh, transmit memory. There's memory in it, but um, no one can see it. And yeah, we've got a lot of gifted individuals from centuries and centuries, different parts of the earth that can see human energy fields and chakras. And on your first question, why it is just that people understand, but it is there. So although you cannot see these fields around you, gifted people, for some reason, the Creator made them in such a way that they can see a little bit further than we can see. Um, and the foremost person currently still alive for is a lady called Barbara Brennan. And she wrote uh, a fantastic book, The uh, Hands of Light, I think it's called, I forget now. So I just want to click on her uh so there you've got it's also my book but this is from her book 
you've got the human energy fields, which are these dotted lines around the body. And the center of the body is where the soul resides in the hip area. So when we're born, when you open your mouth, soul comes into the baby and it resides there. And then all these fields are radiated from that central point. And the outside layer there is the aura. The aura is like uh, what Sarah Tyler Walters from the College of Psychic Studies, where I studied, uh, shows. She calls that the roof. It's that outer layer. And actually, I did a one-day course with her. And when you, you can actually feel other people's auras when you walk to them. She trains you to do that. But then we've got, well, I'll come back to this one. Let's first look at this one. Then you've also got the chakras or spinning wheels or vortexes. So there you've got the seventh chakra through the head. You've got the ground chakra. And the other chakras have, are front and back. So when I researched this, I immediately knew because the book before this was the Housecreen Code, and I researched vortexes. And I knew that the vortex doesn't just stop there. It continues. And that is the imagination that I'm talking about. Where are these vortexes going to? So up to date, people have just thought that the chakras just stop there, but they don't. It's the interconnection. So this is my theory. But fortunately, the creator, uh, at the College of Psychic Studies, I was taught to speak to the creator by automatic writing. And fortunately, creator has said this can be proven via um, science. But the reason why gifted people see the chakras is, I think, actually because of the interaction between the human energy field and the, and the chakra. And that's why they can see that. But it actually continues. So we off that. Um, so. Um, all chakra. Sorry. Oh, well, I was just going to ask. Um, the the crown chakra, which is at the very top of the head, and that and the vortex goes up through the top of the head and goes up. Where does it go? Is is that the is that the where we connect to the other side where you get your automatic writing from? Does it come from that vortex through us and and then we utilize the information? You've hit my theory on the spot. That's <laughs> absolutely so. So it, it is, as I mentioned, the creator says we, uh, scientists can prove this, but that is exactly when I was researching this back in 2011 12, and I actually came up with this theory, was way before I could only speak to the creator in 2017. So I came up with the theory. Now I've got some confirmation of it. And But what you've just said is exactly the the crux of the matter so i would like to get um back to that but before that i just want to uh, mention a few things back to exactly what you've just discussed um but the 
just to remember that everything in a in the vortex is a vacuum and in a vacuum everything is in moves in an instance no matter where you're in the universe because it's in a vacuum you can go from point a point a instantaneously um just some information before we discuss that further it's valerie hunt lady she's not passed over she's actually and i've got that in my book have documented as a scientist the different frequencies for each human energy field i've discussed the aura which is like the roof the hip the soul is in the hip um and so all neuroscientists have never found the mind in the brain and the reason is it's not there the third level of the human energy field is the mind so obviously that's difficult for people to perceive this but the mind sits there and the the brain is a relay station so it's like the, uh, that some people that uh, also believe in this uh, says that the brain is like a mobile phone we know in a mobile phone that the voice is not coming from the other side is not coming from the mobile phone it's coming from somewhere else right so that's the way uh to look at it um so in our body we've just previously discussed dna you've we've got the dna and the dna communicates with itself so the brain is really the nerve reactions and the different parts but the dna is a also speaks to itself and scientists are now starting to find that out and the dna talks to the human energy field via biophotons so for any scientist you just put in biophotons b-i-o-p-h-o-t-o-n-s and for every biophoton there's four megabytes of information and interesting enough they've already worked out that when these biophotons when the dna in the body speak to the human energy fields these biophotons move both ways at the same time so information flows both ways so from that perspective they've got quite far but it's a very very small uh portion of of society so now getting to your question of where does that vortex go to so i just want to go to page 137 of my book so when um the day that i researched vortexes my daughter second daughter came back with this drawing from school oh wow <laughs> she's pretty and, talented right there yeah and she said that the other kids draw people falling in this and what a synchronicity because at this stage i was asking 50 affirmations to the creator per day and things were just coming to me it's amazing if you ask uh, uh you receive and then i i was looking i was starting to look but hang on quasars 
look a look a lot like these twisters or vortexes as well. So it's my theory that our vortexes, so not only the top one, but the others, and I'm going to come back to what the other does as well, goes to a quasar. So and it, quasars are really itty bitty teeny weeny things, right? No, no, no. Quasar, uh, I, 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 well, to be honest, I don't know, but I think they're big. They, you know, compared, so oh. they're not they're not as small. Uh, there would be different vortexes all coming in into this vortex from many different um, humans. Uh, you know, into gotcha. into those. So no, they 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 massive. Now, um, in the I've mentioned before that the Quran is a highly scientific document in its Arabic form. The problem is you've got seventy three different Muslim sects, and each one have put a different spin on the Quran. Um, but when you go back to there's a website with seven translations of the Arabic, um, you can see for yourself what the meaning is. But um, I'm going to quote from a particular book from the Quran, and, and the it's a highly scientific document. You know, uh, Prophet Muhammad was like 600 years after Christ, but in the last 50, 100 years, they're still discovering things. One thing that, that we discussed uh, before is that Muslims have never looked for reincarnation in the Quran, and it's there. So I'm quoting this now from the Quran. By the heavens, and so this is uh, chapter 86, verse 1 to 4 from the Quran. By the heavens that, and that which comes in the night, and what, and what could make you know what it is that comes in the night? It is the shining star for a human being as has been unguarded. So when you have dreams at night, um, you go to the spirit world. I believe that that is when you go and sleep, you're actually in the spirit world. So the next one is from the Quran, chapter 2, verse 29. It is he who created everything on the earth for you. Then he turned towards heaven and fashioned it into seven heavens. He has knowledge of all things. So I believe the seven heavens is seven quasars. And then the last one, uh, chapter 11, verse 7, enthroned above the waters, it was he who created the heaven and the earth in six days in order to test which of you is best in conduct. Now, enthroned above waters, that's a quasar. Quasars have got water around it. It's a known fact. If you Google, if you in a browser, research quasars, enthroned above the waters. That's a, definitely a quasar. So I'll just come off the share screen. Um, so how does it how does it work to answer your question? Um, so I was in the in South Africa when I was. Uh, Younger, uh, when you were like 18, after school, you had to do two-year national service. I went to the Navy, and I became a signalman. In fact, 
EW, electronic warfare, where you listen to Morse code. So this is before the days of satellites. And I was stationed in the then south of Africa, it's now called Namibia, in Valves Bay, which is on the west coast of South Africa. And then they had a station in the middle of South Africa and a station on the east coast, so three stations. And when we listened to the Morse code, um, you, at the same time, so you're writing down the message that's all encoded, you press a button, and each station can then work out where the signal is coming from. And when you then triangulate, you can work out within 50 meters, roughly 20, 50 meters of where the enemy is. Now, so what my theory is, is that you've got the seven chakras and they connected to seven quasar at different locations around you. And because if you then in the center of that, when they triangulate, because you're triangulating yourself in effect, you can work out in, within a millimeter, not in millimeters, exactly. So if it's three triangulations, it's like within 20 meters. But if you get seven, it's exactly. So um, I see it a bit like if you're at a football game or some sports and there's a camera there, the camera and the cameraman is only part. That's actually only the eyes. Outside the stadiums, they've got all the trucks with all the hardware and people sitting there. And the trucks, so all that hardware, I believe, sit in the seven heavens. This is using imagination now. And the, and the trucks are like a puppeteer pulling all the strings of your body. But you are your own puppeteer. So when you make a somersault, you decide your thoughts to make the somersault, but then the coordination is from from the seven heavens. Now, when we're talking about chakras, we're talking about energy and talking about energy fields. Um, what what is what is the purpose of that? Is that an extension of our soul, the energy that surrounds us? Where, where does it come from and what's its purpose? Do you have any idea? Well, the soul and the energy fields are all linked because the soul resides in the hip and then the energy fields radiate from the souls. So somehow that and the DNA is all connected. And then it seems from theory that all the chakras are these vortexes running potentially to the quasar, which is quoted from the seven heavens, from the Quran, uh, in a vacuum. So it's instantaneous. And can we say your hardware sits on the other side? How exactly they interconnect needs to be uh, still discovered. But when someone has near-death experiences, so millions of people have had near-death experiences, mostly, as you know, it's, through car crash or some accident and right. then they leave their body and a lot of them the majority of them say they go through a tunnel of light right 
And I believe because you come in through your seventh chakra, through your pineal gland, so you leave when you have a, when we pass over, we pass over through our pineal gland and our seventh chakra as well. So when you have a near death experience, you're going down this vortex, this tunnel of light to the spirit world. Then you're in the spirit world and you know how this all happens and do you just go to one or all seven i don't know but everyone that has near the experience says it's incredibly peaceful you know they no one wants to come back they all they all just say it's so peaceful and then uh, obviously some people don't come back they stay in the spirit world and they pass over but others that come back have it's normally said that they need to complete their missions and a lot of them know before they come back into their bodies that it's going to be horrific because they're going to have all this pain because they know that they they could when they left they could see their body you know with paramedics around it and stuff like that so i believe that that near-death experience tunnel is the vortex that we're talking about see all these things are very we think all these things are not explainable by science. They're all explainable by science. Even UFOs. So the, the normal UFO we see is from the Padaeans. But, and this has been, we've had a discussion about this. You know, Ronald Reagan saw uh, the Pentagon have confirmed a few times now that it's true. So it's not even a case of if it's true. But, and this is in my book as well, you will not believe this, the angels have, have uh, UFOs as well. They don't just come, yeah, they, they are actually stationed at certain places, and their UFOs are bigger and rounder. And those are the angels that you've seen in Lords or in Ireland, the, uh, what's the, the, the Irish one I've been there, the, uh forget it now for a second but but and then in, in spain you've got uh who's been there shucks i forget all the names tonight the particular place where these where people saw the angels they actually um arrive in in their own <laughs> ufos it's it's not that the angel just suddenly they are on a different level and they can appear to you they just appear to you as they want to. They've got that kind of power. But it's all provable by science. It's, it's you know, the creator made the angels first. So Lucifer, the opponent, because we need the opponent for the reincarnation. It made um, then the angels and then us and then put us in charge of and then gave us total free will. And then put us in charge of the of the angels. And you know, a lot of people now ask, um, well, you know, what? Um, why is the creator not looking after me? Humanity, through our free will, we need to look after. Through our free will, we need to make the world a better place. So um, that's sort of my talk on uh, human energy fields. If you're interested, um, we can discuss dyslexia if you're interested, or we can do that at a, perhaps another time. 
Well, I, I'm interested in the energy fields, and and I understand a little bit better. It's it's very it's very complicated. I, I'll give you an example. Can you please explain to me how it is that I turn on my car? And I turn on my radio, and I have music, but there are no wires coming from my car to uh, wherever the music's coming from. How does that? How do radio waves work? How do we pick them up? How, is, is it all vibration? How, do you know how that works? No, no, I'm not a uh, scientist. I'm not a scientist. So, um, but that's a very good analogy. You know that. Well, I mentioned the radio waves, as you say, you. you You've got the radio there. That's how people need to think. Where where does that information? It comes through waves, right? And we cannot see those waves. So, for everyone listening, if you're scientists, please just accept the fact that there are human energy fields. All gifted people from all societies, from different places of Earth, have seen exactly the same. And um, just out of interest, sake. Edgar Casey, I don't know if uh, I've mentioned this before in a, when we chatted. He um, he could see he was gifted, so the famous Edgar Casey. Yep. And uh, I think he was mostly 1930s, 40s, something like that. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think he was from Virginia, and he um, obviously his main power was that he could go into hypnosis and see things in the future and stuff like that. But he was also gifted, could see in the energy fields. And he was in a department store, obviously just when, I don't know when lifts were invented, but obviously at that time it was, thought it was there. And the lift door was open and there was people standing inside. And he was about to get into the lift when he, he just, there's something wrong and he didn't get in. And just as the lift doors closed, he realized what it is. All the people in the lift, all their, um, energy fields were black because the, the different energy fields have got different colors and he knew they were going to die and the lift fell and they all died it's a true story and um, so there are gifted people like another American lady she's now actually in Athlone in Ireland Southern Ireland Mary Helen Hensley she had a near-death experience and um, she she can see a month before someone dies that they're going to die. So we just think she must be fun at a party. <laughs> There's uh, one of uh, my teachers at the college psychic study. He can see twelve months before. Uh, I don't think through human energy fields. I think he just knows. So there's different gifted people that just have the gifts. And and people, uh, uh, the, the problem with people having near-death experience, so Mary Hensley, Mary Helen Hensley had a near-death experience. And when she came back, she had some gifts. So she can read your mind now. So she uh, not only in, the, in your space, she can do it uh, via chat like this. And um, so she picked up different gifts that the normal person hasn't got. And a lot of the people that have near-death experiences, if they've got partners, they then divorce or they separate. 
because the partner cannot accept what they've just told them. Um, and then the the person that had an ear of the experience or saying, my partner is not saying I'm speaking the truth, you know, because they think you had hallucinations or some kind of dream. But there's millions of people that had this. And um, so, so, yeah, and just while we're on this, the... Um, I have it in my book somewhere as well. When you, so the spirit world knows long in advance before you're going to pass over. And so, and and before you die, before you pass over, say you're in a car accident. I don't know if you've had the, uh, I've had it in the car, that when you're sort of going into a car crash, things seem to slow down. Yes, they do. That's right. Now that what happens uh, when you pass over, and you already leave your body before the accident. Right. So death is not. This is why all this information needs to get out to to the world. And this is why I've seven years of research for the Universe Code, because passing over is not a rough experience if you understand everything. Then you can understand that if your loved one were in the car accident, it wouldn't have been a horrific experience. And because all the people, the millions of people that have near-death experiences, they say all the same thing: you pass over your body, and you know everything slows down. So um, there's a lot, lot of information out there uh, that will make people relax. I kind of equate it, uh, Carl. By the way, we're talking with Carl Delu. He's 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 got the website lightsurfers.me. He's got three books. Highly recommend them that you go and uh, check them out. And you can get them from Amazon or any of the major places, right? Yes. So if you go to lightsurfers.me, then you just click on my, any of my three books, and it directs you to Amazon. Three dollar fifty. Uh, per book, Kindle, Kindle only. I don't like cutting down trees, so I haven't got physical books. And then for the dyslexia code only, I've got an audio tree book as well. I think it's five dollars thirty. Very nice. That's 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 uh, that's that's really cool. So I equate um, our death to. Have you ever had a dream where you're falling? Yes. Um, but very, that was when I was very, very young. I, I occasionally I'll have a dream where I will be falling, 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 and I know because I'm falling that I'm about ready to die, and uh, I go through my mind that I'm about ready to die, and so I close my eyes, and then nothing happens. Fact of the matter is, I never died because my body may have. My body may be crushed down at the bottom of the ravine, but I'm not. And I, there's no, at least from my, my perspective, there's no separateness of consciousness. There's no time when you run, when you become unconscious while you're having this death experience, it is a continuum that continues on because you continue on. Because a lot of people that have had near death experiences will say, I had no idea that I was actually dead. 
until I saw that the 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 little you know um, uh, body uh, you know, on the gurney or people were working with or working at um, they. I had they would say I had no idea that I was actually dead. I thought that I was still alive, but I just felt incredible. And uh, um, until I saw my body, and then I realized, uh oh, I'm not there anymore. Is that is that uh, um, kind of if you if you play it out, does that make any sense at all to you, <laughs> or am I just dreaming? Yeah, well, all all at night time. We go to the spirit world, and that's where we have our dreams. Now, technically, how that happens, I don't know. Um, but every dream has got a message. So as I've mentioned to you before, uh, I was taught at the College of Psychic Study how to communicate with the Creator. So it's a, it's a one-day course, Lady Sarah told about this. I actually flew specifically from the UAE, United Arab Emirates, to London just for the one-day event. And a lot of people ask to communicate with the ascended mas masters or angels. I think because I asked to speak to the creator. So now I do automatic writing. It took me a bit of practice afterwards as well. In the beginning, just a few sentences and then practice, practice. So while you were talking, I asked the creator uh, about your dream. And this is what the creator says. Kevin needs to unlock something big in his life. And then the creator says, how? By asking me three questions. So if you go to lightsurface.me for free, uh, you can ask the creator three questions. So if, if, you can, if you want to, you can ask me for free on lightsurface.me. It's just right at the, at, at the bottom of the website three questions linked to your dreams or anything and uh give you the answers to that how do you teach and i know you went to a course to learn how to do this but do you teach people how to do i, I i've heard of automatic writing before i know people that do it uh, i've done it myself i believe um but it's hard to get validation that what you're receiving is actually true um unless unless you've got some indicators and some belief structure around it i suppose um so I, do you teach people how to do automatic writing or how to interpret them uh no so as mentioned i was taught at the college psych study sort of middle 2017 just when i was ending i had my two books written up i just finishing my universe code book and in it i asked the creator some questions and then i've been using it so but before i got to the stage of doing this one day course i had what hindu scholars called i've done a lot of purification so i call it speaking the truth and living a truthful life and I did a lot of meditation and a lot of fixing. So I worked with a particular lady that had Agent Metatron. I know the Kabbalists don't say you shouldn't mention Agent Metatron's name, but I don't know the other name. Um, and a lot of fixing. And I, and I did co different courses at the College of Psychic Studies. And I was busy with my research. So, uh, And through diet, I changed my diet away from meat, dairy, and eggs and pesticide diet. So I'm on vegan diet, vegan and fish, plus 70% organic. 
because all these pesticides tr get trapped in your uh, cells. So, yes, so the uh, your body, because we're all strings, the strings and string theory, and it's the same as the greater particle stroke God particle. Um, if that vibrates at a high frequency, then you can start doing these things. So, if someone wants to do automatic writing or communicate to the spirit world, ascended masters, angels, the first thing you really need to do is make yourself a vibrational being first, because then you can then you can really connect. The um, answer to your question is, I was using automatic writing just frequently. So I've just been doing it on friends or people I meet. And the answers I, I get, because of free will, is never exactly say, do this or do that. But it's, it's answers that give you sort of a question to answer it yourself. And it's highly amazing answers that come out. So I know it's the truth because it's just amazing answers that come out. It's so simplistic in its, in its way. But in clairvoyance or clairsentient, they've got all these different names, uh, whether you see it or you hear it, or you, uh, stuff like that. It's all, all the thought patterns come through your pineal gland in the middle of your brain. And the thought patterns that come in is they pure. This is what the spirit world says. You know, before I mentioned that seventy percent of my research when I was finished was from the angelic world. So I, I, I get that from the angelic world. So the thought patterns that come in is exceptionally pure. The problem in clairvoyance is that People let their thoughts, their own personal thoughts, intermingle with the thought patterns that come through. And that's where the problem with clairvoyance lie. That if someone has, has got certain views and don't let the message come in pure, that's where you get a sort of a corruption. The other thing, so yeah, so what happened is in I think it was September, I started a foundation course at the College of Psychic Studies, an online course, a group of about 15 people, and with the teacher, Anthony Keller. And to start becoming more professional uh, medium. And by week, so it's, it's an hour and a half or so, Per week, by week sort of five, I discovered that my automatic writing was a higher quality than the messages I I got through just thinking about them. And when I realized that, I stopped the course because I want to do it intermediate and then so by uh, June this year, I would have been so it's intermediate, it's beginners, intermediate for three months, and then by end of June, I would have been advanced and I could have become a professional, uh, 
psychic at the College of Psychic Studies. But I asked the creator by automatic writing, should I? Because the message that I get is more powerful through automatic writing. And he said, yes. So there's a lot of... Um, I've got in my book three top clairvoyants to use. Uh, sorry, four. Uh, in one particular chapter, I can't give the chapter uh, uh, now, the, the number, I think it's like three or four, chapter three or four. And one is very expensive, the other three is not. And then I've been to an event, and I'm not going to mention names or whatever, where top, top clairvoyant was it and i knew half that what she talks about was rubbish it was unbelievable so it is very very difficult to find a, you know so there were some very small clairvoyant might be the best that's unassuming whatever it's a very difficult you know it's not mm -hmm. black or white um but all i can say from my side is test the creator with three for any listeners, uh, three free questions. And um, I do, if you ask three questions, then uh, when I've answered the questions, I say you can you can purchase my master plan for life for 10 pounds. I've got a 56 page master plan for life. Um, and uh, I went to an event by a guy called John DiMettini, and I've got my question and answers. And I suggest there that you, people go to these events, uh, but at least you sort of got a copy of mine that's very fine-tuned now. Um, but the questions are for free and put, put the creator to the test. Speaking of which, and I didn't want to forget about it before we get uh, done with our time today, but you have an event coming up in 2022, I believe. Uh, can we talk about that? Yes, so the event is on the 9th of April, 2022, in New York, at the Hilton Midtown. Um, I'm very shortly, actually, because it's a year, they, they said to me, I can't book before the actual date. So on the 9th of April this year, it will be a year away. So then I'm going to put down a deposit. Um, the speakers still need to get their B1 visas. Uh, you need to get this B1 visa for conference at the US Embassy. I'm booked in for September in London, Nikki, September. And our guy in India, we've now got one Indian speaker, uh, Tarat. He is in Kushinigar, where Buddha passed away. And because of COVID, he had a booking for March. That's now been delayed, and he'll have to rebook. But the event is happening, whether it's just myself, uh, myself or Nikki, but um, I'll be hoping Tarot as well. And I've made it less. It used to be 40 less is more. So it's one of the Kabbalistic secrets. And um, I've made, it used to be 40 tickets. I only want 10 people there now. And um, that's it. Just 10 people, physical there. Um, no Zoom tickets, and we're going to video it, and then I'm going to put those videos on uh, the website. So if you go to lightsurface.me, I've got th three sub 
websites, and one is One Souls, the One Souls event. And my um, those videos will be there for the rest of my life. Um, the price of each is fifty dollars. The actual cost um, is well, it used to be about five hundred, but there's now two speakers not coming, so it's it's most probably about 400 350 to 400 dollars per person that's the actual cost for all the flights accommodation venue sure so it's actually um, dirt cheap and um, yes come on, please come and join us in new york and the name of the event again is the one souls event so it's as the name says we all want souls so i study the five main religions and are making a case which make up 75 percent of humanity and that there's but one creator and the angel margaret um that communicates with lee gavin in the states says that the creator is a good analogy of the creator is that we are the computers the angels are the servers, and the creator is the mainframe computer. So we are the souls, and us and the servers, the angels, together are all the one souls. So that's why the name is One Souls. And the whole purpose of the event is world peace. So I've got, as you know, other topics that people can see on lightsurface.me. Uh, quite tough topics because it's Jesus in India, for instance. You can say, right? right. Well, but the purpose of the topic is to get world peace through the truth. Um, and because once the truth comes out, and in religion, people, especially in the Old New Testament, Jews and Christians specifically, but also Muslims, because there's a different different the 73 different muslim sects put a different spin on the quran if they can understand that there's mistakes in certain scriptures then they will relax i believe they will relax and that can be the start of world peace question um you you mentioned that you've done quite a little research a little bit of research on the uh five main religions in the world do you anticipate, do you see a time when some of those um, belief structures and the uh, dogma that's associated with them, when that starts to crumble and and people recognize that it's not nearly as complicated as they as some religions make it out to be and it's a little bit simpler? Well, if I, if I have to give a point structure to my three books, dyslexia gets one out of a thousand. The Housepring Code is five out of a thousand, and my Universe Code book a thousand out of a thousand. So, to me, the four topics of those twelve topics, which is creative as God, which we've done, reincarnation, uh, reincarnation, Jesus in India, and human energy fields and chakras, that we did today. Um, I sort of picked out of my book because less is more to focus on them, and my, and then this one soul's event. That I then want to market for the rest of my life via these videos. So that's why this event is so important because it's the butterfly effect. Uh, it's my everyone is doing like you doing your part, and everyone doing their part. 
But what I put in my master plan for life, so you write these things down and then you update it every quarter or every year, is all your wishes and your dreams that achieve that you believe can be achievable. And it's amazingly powerful if you put this out there and then you put it in the clouds, save it in Dropbox or whatever, and then you revisit it a year later. And one of my missions is world peace in my lifetime. And um, but all I can do is one of my topics, topic twelve, um, which will be uh, I'm doing two recordings later this week, so it will be up by early in April, 2021, is how to go for it big. And most people think too small and you know it's looking from the universe down to earth and then starting with small step so i i invite people to listen to that podcast because and other topics because we need to think big if we're going to want world peace or other things to happen say black lives matter women rights whatever it is Believe in the butterfly effect and and thought packages, if you even write things down, are hugely powerful. And um, I believe, as I'm sitting here, that we can have world peace in my lifetime. But I believe I can live much longer than the average person. But that is another topic on the Housespring Code, which is item two on my 12 topics called Minerals in Health is Everything. Well, I, I recommend that you go to your website and and uh, and pick up all three books. The the first book, uh, which again the title is again. So uh, it's the Universe Code. The Universe Code. Um, right. And then the uh, Healthspring Code, and then the Dyslexia Code. Very good, very good. Go to go to your website. His website, which is uh, uh, again is um, um, boy, I'm, I'm light too early. Light lightsurfers dot me dot m e l i g h t s u r f e r s dot m e. And uh, again, we've been talking with Carl Delu. And uh, Carl, is there anything you would like to tell our audience before we wrap this particular podcast up? Yes. The most important thing that I found out, and I studied Kabbalah.com for three years, which just out of interest is the first thing I recommend under how to think uh, going for a big, but I recommend only a year. And unlike me, uh, I read the whole Zohar, which is volumes and volumes, uh, and I did Kabbalah 1, 2, and 3. I just recommend for a year, listen to uh, to to videos and you'll be a change like a university course and then you don't look at it again listen to it again um but of all the kabbalistic secrets and there's many like kabbalah.com is the secret of the old testament and to me the most important item is and i've said it to before on our previous shows and i'll say it again the truth will set us free so in your personal life, if you've murdered someone, if you've abused someone, if uh, you've done anything, just admit to it, ask for forgiveness, and take the consequences. 
because otherwise you're wasting a lifetime. And that's where it comes to reincarnation. And for that as an individual, and for world peace, we need the truth. The only way we uh, Christians need to understand that Jesus was in India, the documents are there, that yes, they need to be carbon dated. Yes, there's information still coming out. But if a, someone like me coming from Pretoria, South Africa, from a Dutch Reformed church, very conservative Protestant church, can come to the realization that Jesus was in India and know that the purpose why that's important is not to divide, but to bring the different religions together so that if Christians can understand that Jesus was taught by Hindu and Buddhist monks, and because Jesus was a, uh, a Jew and because Muslims believe in Jesus and the old prophets, that's going to bring the five main religions together. And the only way we can achieve it by, by the truth. I understand completely. And uh, again, Carl DeLue has been our guest today. Go to his website, which is lightsurfers.me. Pick up all three of his books. And uh, it, it'll give you something very interesting to think about. Uh, Carl, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you, Kevin. And you have yourself a wonderful day. And uh, and enjoy, enjoy merry old England. Will do. It's on my it's on my it's on my bucket list to get there. So um so thank thank you so much and we'll be talking with you very soon I'm sure. Hey and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we got. See you next time on My Independence Report.